0: It was very interesting as I was looking through this gospel and praying about it. I was recalling my Sunday homily. But as I looked through it again, I was like, it's from Luke Sunday, but today's Matthew. So what is the difference? And if you really look very carefully, there's one really subtle difference, and it's in the line, what cost you have without cost you have received without cost you are to give. That one line within itself and within this pericope completely changes the meaning of our gospel reading today. Even though it carries the same tones, the same meanings and same ideas that it did on Sunday, that line completely changes and gives us a very new perspective in our gospel reading. Because if we look at it from Jesus' life, without cost you have received, without cost you are to give, we're not worthy in receiving anything. We're not worthy to be receiving the kingdom of God. We're not worthy to be loved by God. And we're not worthy because we are broken and sinful. So without cost we have received, he has died freely for us, he's given it all for us, and he laid down his life because he loved us. Did we deserve it? No. Are we worthy of his love? No. Are we perfect enough to respond to that love? No. Have we daily, every day of our life, every moment of our life, freely given ourselves and responded unconditionally to that love and avoided the near occasion of sin in our life? No. But without costs, we are also to give. We inherit the kingdom of heaven because of the work Jesus did on the cross. We are able to respond to God's love because of that, And in return, he calls each and every one of us to mirror that same exact deed, that same exact sacrifice, and live our life the same way Jesus Christ did. And so when we now look back at the Gospel reading, we hear again, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead. There are dead among us, there are sick among us. But sick and dead here is not just the physical ailments, but that of our spiritual life. How we can be sick in what we do, in the views that we hold in our lives. Are we loving people the way, unconditionally the way the Lord Jesus Christ invites us? Are we still holding within us the grudge, the hatred, the jealousy, the envy in our life? So then how are we supposed to proclaim the kingdom of God when we ourselves are walking around angry, bitter, miserable, and holding grudges at people, and not loving them for who they are, and loving them unconditionally like God has? And then when we go out to proclaim the gospel, we begin to count the cost in that love. Am I gonna gain anything from loving this person? Are they useful for me in the long run that will give me something in the future? Am I too concerned with that relationship with them that I'm not focused on what I'm truly called to do? I'm blinded by what I'm supposed to do in that relationship. Because we hear very clearly, do not take gold or silver, copper, or your belt. No sack for the journey, no tunic. Our main mission and objective in life as a disciple, and as an apostle, according to St. Matthew, is to share the good news. And that good news is the Lord has risen. He has loved us and he wants us to be in relationship with him. That's St. Matthew's good news. And so in doing everything that we're called to do, that should be the main focus and drive and mission. But we let everything else color and blur that mission. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we continue our journey and our our time in ordinary time looking at our life as disciples, let us look again and go back to this gospel and ask ourselves, how well are we living out the commandment of love? How well are we modeling our life of love after Jesus Christ? Are we loving everyone, keyword everyone, with an unconditional self-sacrificial love like our Lord Jesus Christ did? Or are we particular? Or are we loving those around us for our own benefit, our own gain, or because they have something tied to it that we want to receive from it? Amen.